Hi, this is Esther, and you're listening to Like a Consultant, a bi-weekly podcast for consultants. In this episode on our series on finding qualified prospects, Annabelle discusses the third technique, creating the scorecard for qualifying prospects. Enjoy the episode. Now you've prospected. So you've you've identified your client profile. You've done prospecting, which also helps in identifying your qualified prospects. But now, how do you know which prospects to start following up? Whether they are qualified or or you haven't qualified them yet. How do you know which prospects to start off? Which ones to prioritize? Let's talk a bit about uh, ranking prospects, creating a scorecard and rank for prospects. I have to admit, I wish I knew this when I started consultancy. It would have saved me a lot of time and energy following up prospects who either were not qualified or their ranking was very low when it comes to prospects who are qualified. Now, our prospect qualification scorecard is used to rate prospects' probability of closing. So you've already said that this prospect is qualified. How do you decide whether to start with prospect A or prospect B? Put all your resources and time into prospect A or prospect B. What we use is a scorecard for ranking this prospect. Now, the prospect qualification scorecard screens prospects based on criteria such as customer need, defined timetable for a decision, their budget, their comp- competition or in terms of who else is trying to reach out to them, contact level, and so on and so forth. The scorecard is used to determine whether the lead should be advanced to qualified prospect level or simply dropped. Because to be very honest, there's some prospects who we are spending so much time and energy and resources on who ideally should be dropped. So the scorecard helps you be able to identify those prospects who you should drop. Once you identify a lead as a prospect, you can now rank where to start and put more resources on. So once you rank them, you're able to know that this is the prospects who I should concentrate on. Now, the prospect scorecard can look like this. This is an example. Yours can be different depending on the product or service you're offering. Let me explain it. Now, the first thing you look at is the strength of conviction. The strength of conviction basically means how likely is this prospect going to, going to purchase what you're offering, your services. For me, I look at three areas when it comes to strength of conviction. First of all, I look at level of authority. The A in our MAD. To be able to know what the level of authority is, I look at, is this person at executive level? You know, is it a CEO? You know, someone, a director, a managing director, someone who will be able to make a decision without a lot of, uh, a lot of bureaucracy. I look at whether they're at managerial level, probably they still need another level to be able to make a decision. I look at, as a company, have they given out a request for proposals? of request for information, RFI or RFP? Have they already gone out into the market and said that we are interested in getting consultants to offer this service? And finally, I look at their willingness to talk, but not sure if interested. Now, when we look at willingness to talk, 
we're looking at a situation where this particular prospect is not quite sure whether they want to purchase from you, but they, they are ready to talk to you. For all of these categories, I score between one and five. So there's a value allocated to each of them between one and five. So for instance, the executive level, maybe I would give a, a five if the person is at executive level. If they are at managerial level, I would probably give a, a four. If they've already given an request for proposal, it's in the market, I'll probably give a five. If they're willing to talk but not sure if interested, probably I'll give a, I'll give a three or a two. This value is what constitutes the score. And the next thing I do is weigh the score because the level of authority will add up to 100%. So I give a weighing based on what is important for me to be able to know whether they have the level of authority required. Those at, at executive level will get a higher percentage than those ones at managerial level and so on and so forth. So that I can get a total score to be able to gauge the level of authority. The next area I look at is the reason to buy, their desire to buy. And under desire, I look at categories such as significant problems the product or service will address. Will my solution be able to respond to a, a very important problem they're currently having? Because if it's not, then their likelihood or their desire to buy, to buy my services will reduce. For instance, right now, one of the, my area of expertise is HR consultancy. So I will look at the support I'm offering. I offer a lot of uh, recruitment services. I offer services also in uh, organization restructuring. I offer services in, in so many areas. Right now, recruitment will not really resolve a significant problem for a number of people, a number of organizations I offer services for. So their reason to buy will reduce significantly because of, of that not being an important solution for them or an important problem, significant problem for them. But when you look at organization restructuring, that will probably resolve a, a huge problem for them currently. So that probably will score higher depending on what I'm offering. Financial challenges, it must reduce the cost structure so will their cost reduce because of the solution I offer? Is it focusing on new executive or executive team change, focusing on change? Are they currently ready for change? Other related strategic considerations to give them a reason for buying? Maybe something is happening in their organization which will give them a reason for them to, to buy the services I'm offering. Interested in best practices, improving operations, or want to understand options. So based on where the prospect is, I'm able to score them also based on what I'm offering, the service I'm offering. So for instance, if one of the biggest problems for the organization was finance and my area is HR, I would not score them highly because for me, they are not a, a very highly qualified prospect because what I'm offering is not what they are looking for. Impact on the, on the prospect's company, what impact will my solution have on their bottom line? A lot of times we may not know whether they have the budget for what we are offering them, but we can be able to tell whether whatever we are offering will impact on or how it will impact on their bottom line. So major financial impact to the company, 
cost savings, operational improvements, or will there be no significant cost savings? So for me, that forms my mud to be able to qualify my prospect. But change it depending on what you're offering. This has been Like a Consultant, your bi-weekly podcast for consultants. You can find more episodes by going to podcast.likeconsultant.com. If you're interested in learning more about becoming a consultant, reach out to us with the contact details given in the description box. Now, have a good day.